Hey guys, I'm Danielle. And I'm Joe. Welcome to If, if Walls, Walls Could Talk. Talk. We're the owners of Style & Structure. We build and renovate custom homes. We're going to talk about everything from purchasing a lot to building your dream home. There's a lot that goes on behind the build. And we are gonna talk about all of it with guest speakers, experts in the field, designers, and real homeowners. And oh man, if walls could talk. Thanks for joining us with another episode of If Walls Could Talk. I'm Danielle. And I'm Joe. And today we're gonna talk about countertops. So there's just a, a wide variety of countertops that are available to pretty much any homeowner, um, ranging from very inexpensive to very expensive. Yeah. Um, and it's really just, you know, what your preference is, what you're looking for um, between your kitchen, your bathrooms, even your laundry room can be really a mix of different kind of countertops. Yeah, I think that's important to note, like when people are going through a whole house, like your whole house does not need to match, but it needs to coordinate. So that's one thing. So we can have a lot of different types of countertop per room, whether that's determined on budget or maintenance. I mean, there's just a lot of reasons or just the overall look. But I think the uh, maintenance is a big one because people are sick of high, high maintenance products in their home. Yes, absolutely. I actually just jotted down, um, you know, just different countertops that we've used throughout the years. Mm-hmm. How many do you think I came up with? Different types. Um, Ten? Ten, exactly. <laughs> you cheated. You looked at my list, didn't you? I mean, I saw a long list, but I didn't like count them. <laughs> sure. No, there's 10 that we've used. And it's like, when I was thinking about it, like, wow, that is really a wide range. That is surprising because we actually don't use that many. I mean, a lot of people come in and determine, gosh, we want to quartz. We're going to use quartz everywhere in the home. But again, it then comes down to when they're working with our designers, there might be a different look that they want or ultimately budget. And there's some areas that we can use less expensive, but still like low maintenance product. It's funny you say that because yes, quartz is very popular, but there's also like subcategories of quartz, right? I never realized that. Yeah, it's amazing. I only realized that after we went through a tour and we did the Cambria factory tour and they have a great rep over there. She took us all around and I have to admit when we went there, I had told a lot of customers that you're just paying for a name brand. All quartz is low maintenance. Yeah. And we learned a lot at that tour that that's not the case. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is how they're able to categorize it. So what we learned in this tour was sure companies are using quartz, but if they're mixing it with other materials to get, you know, the veining and stuff that then makes it less, you know, more high maintenance. So they'll have like glass particles and other things in there that are porous yes, and therefore can stain. And that's really the big reason that people are looking for quartz. Like it's maintenance free. I don't have to seal it. I don't have to do all these things. So you really still have to be careful on which product you choose. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I look at granite as a very durable product, but you know, you do have to seal it. It is somewhat porous. So that was the big transition years ago of people saying, oh, I can't have granite anymore. I need to have quartz. Yeah. And I still have mixed feelings about that just because I'm like, sure, there's a few things you have to do with granite, but 
I've, we've put that in a lot of houses. I've never seen a problem with it. It's and still again, very durable. Yeah, it really goes even by the color of the granite. True. You know, black being just a lot more dense than the lighter colors. And um, I personally love granite because mm-hmm. it's almost like a piece of artwork. You can go and you can pick out this. It's natural. It's the natural flow that was going in this piece of stone when it formed. And you right. put that in your house. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah. No, it's very cool. But I also think if someone's going for more of a simple look, they don't want it as busy. They want clean lines, you know, more just simple veining. That's where quartz is nice because they can make it whatever design they want to. So where quartz is just, or granite is very natural. Yeah. So It's funny when I did the remodel at my house, we picked, I forget the name of the granite we picked, but it was the... The black and white um, had some of the specks in it. It, It's beautiful. And my wife loved it. And we put it in. And after we were done, she's like, I love the looks of it, but I keep craving chocolate chip ice cream. (laughs) Because it looks exactly like it. Oh, my gosh. I love that. (laughs) That's hilarious. And then I think one thing, too, is like, depending on the personality type that you are, some people love the variation in natural products. Mm-hmm. And some people that just bugs them. They want to know the design they're getting, what they're getting. They want to be consistent. And when you are dealing with natural products, you cannot control that. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, you know, you got to be really careful to like, think about how you're going to live in the house too. You know, mm-hmm. we walk through a lot of model homes and they have beautiful countertops and you know, is it really for a family living there? Um, think remember in your house didn't mm. <laughs> it oh. was a model home right yes beautiful yeah when we built this model home it was before quartz really caught up with the trend of marble it was very hard to find a quartz that looked like marble meaning it was mostly white with some gray veining and we had scoured all these countertop companies. And finally, the designers decided on marble countertops in our kitchen. So it was a model home. I ended up buying it. Between that and the super dark floors, it was a serious consideration of why I almost didn't buy the home. Sure. Because even just working in there, I would have my real estate marketing materials on the counter and the slightest movement when someone tried to grab a flyer and the stand moved created a scratch. It was so high maintenance. And that was just when it was an unused model. Mm-hmm. Then when we moved in with two young kids, oh my gosh, the amount of scratches, water stains. I mean, you just can't get out. And it, it chips on the corner when you're like, getting dishes out and actually accidentally hits a corner. I mean, it's beautiful, but high maintenance. Yeah. So I would not recommend that, particularly in a kitchen, which is why a lot of people use it more in bathrooms and things like that. But even then, my experience with water stains, I'm like, I don't even know if I would do it in a bathroom, especially since quartz has come so far. So again, if you have pure quartz, not mixed with other materials, the whole point is, is you could pour water on top and it will stay on the surface. It won't seep in like it seeps into concrete, wood, marble. It just sits on the surface until you wipe it off. You shouldn't have, you know, wine stain rings. They say like you don't have any of that with true quartz. Sure. But marble, different story. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's just so many things to consider when you're building a house and mm-hmm. countertops 
you know, obviously has all these different choices. So um, people that are on a budget, we really find that, you know, maybe they want to spend the majority of their countertop budget in their kitchen because that's what's showing the most. And maybe right. the, the master bathroom, but gosh, you know, the kids' bathrooms, we can cut back a little bit more. And maybe the laundry room that nobody's going to go into, we could cut back even further. Mm-hmm. Um, we should talk about just like how those transition, like yeah. what is acceptable and what we see a lot of. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the kids' bathrooms that we do, if they're not going to do like a quartz or a granite, we often do cultured marble. So you can get a very similar look or just a solid color look. But that's the countertop that's kind of a a pre-made mold where the sink is actually designed into the countertop. And what I will say is, I mean, we saw that a lot in like 70s, 80s, 90s, -hmm. and they looked awful. (laughs) And so everybody avoided them. And now, you know, sure, it's not the elevated look that you get with quartz or granite, but it's come a long way. It has. I actually did it in my kids' bathrooms. And my original thought, because I wanted quartz and granite, that we were going to switch it out. And, oh, this will be an easy countertop to switch. And here we are five years later, never switching it. For a couple of reasons. Like, I never go into their bathrooms. So I barely see it unless it's like cleaning day. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me all the time. It's low maintenance. Especially if, you know, I think when you get the matte version, it might... Um, soak up a little more than it does but they have kind of more of a gloss finish to it and, and the it, integral sink I mean yeah. that really makes it easy for cleaning you don't have that little lip that can catch gunk and dirt yeah and also I just want to wait till they're older like my nine-year-old daughter is learning how to play with makeup right now and I'll get up to her <laughs> bathroom and it's just covered and I'm like I do not want to be doing this with like a nice expensive cords or you know I've just you know, ruin the cheap stuff, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so bathrooms, that's a big one, is the cultured marble. But laundry rooms, we've done a few different product options. What's interesting is I have never loved laminate. I think that, like, used to pain my soul. And I will admit, we have it in our laundry room. But one thing, I don't like fake products copying real material Mm. and missing sure so you see these like laminate countertops that are supposed to look like butcher block or i don't know like some sort or marble and it it looks so fake that it's cheesy we're actually mine we did a really dark charcoal gray just a solid color countertop it's super simple and unless you look close you wouldn't really notice and it's been again low maintenance for us in our laundry room it's a nice color super simple i i rarely go in there i should go in there more and do more laundry (laughs) but it's like it doesn't bother me so again it's like you're planning out your home when you're building and you feel like everything has to be perfect and all these little things start to add up and get you well over budget and that's what happens with all these homeowners so then we try to scale back certain areas with less expensive but still good looking products and people don't really miss them as much as they thought they would when they're in the planning stage yeah and just getting to know these products like we've, we've been talking about is, is such a big deal because and i'm going to date myself here but i've actually put in ceramic tile countertops oh fun. Uh, <laughs> fun, fun, fun. <laughs> those seem like such a great idea at one time but what a nightmare oh the grout you have on the, the countertop facing grout and you're wiping it it's just it is the worst idea ever. I don't know if anybody does that anymore, but maybe. Oh, it doesn't sound clean. 
No, it's no. not clean. I mean, even with backsplash, now we're getting that a lot with customers not wanting the grout on the backsplash because yeah. overspray from the stove. So that's why people have been doing like the countertop and bringing it up the backsplash, which I love that look. A continued quartz all the way up the wall. It's yeah. money. <laughs> it's really up to us to educate the buyer too because mm-hmm. what they see in Pinterest and some of these other other places really isn't realistic for living. You remember the house that we did that insisted we do soapstone? Oh, man. Yeah. It, again, it was beautiful, right? So great. I mean, I just love a matte finish. It gives it kind of more of a concrete look, but yeah, yeah. it was a darker, like a black soapstone yep. that we did. And they just didn't realize that you have to treat these things. You have to oil them. You know, you, you put your hand on it and you see the handprint that just doesn't go away. And it was, we ended up tearing them out. It was so high maintenance. Yeah. And again, it's like, of course you want the look that you're going for, but how can we do it in a low maintenance way where you can live in your home and not like me in my kitchen. I had a, someone come, came over and they're opening a wine bottle and like they're turning the cork and the, the bottle starts spinning on my countertop and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to live like that. I want people to be able to like use it. I don't want to baby my house. You just want to live in it. So yeah, that's that's a tough material. It looks beautiful, untouched, but soapstone's really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, but even other ones like, gosh, there's stainless steel um, that people like to use. And that's a little more out now than it used to be, but... It's more for our chef kitchens. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, frankly, that's code if you're doing any sort of like at-home bakery chef, yeah. out of your house. So you actually have to do that. Um, butcher Blocks one, I mm. love that look, but that's, that's a tough one. We ended up actually doing it in our pantry. So a lot of times we'll do pantries that are kind of a little bit more of a prep kitchen or at least kind of a coffee bar look um so we did the the butcher block in there and that looks really nice but again it's it's you're thinking of like these porous materials and if you're using it for everyday stuff and chopping it's really hard the other one that we've done that i love is the concrete countertops i was just going to mention that those yeah look beautiful those look great we have a phenomenal trade who will do decorative concrete for us we did not only concrete countertops, like on a a wet bar was a fun place to Mm -hmm. do it. Um, but he actually made the countertop for a coffee table for one of our model homes. Yes. Which is interesting because people don't think of our company as like, okay, you're the builder, you're building all the stuff that's stationary in our home, but actually our trades have gotten unique with furniture pieces in our homes or our office that tie in with the overall construction. And, and they've what, been pretty cool. Yeah, what I like about that is, you know, not only a table like that, but your countertops, it's a one-of-a-kind thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, almost like artwork. So the guy that's putting this countertop together, he's putting a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into this, and it's a labor of love. It is, and it's higher quality. Yeah. It matches your home that's under construction, and oftentimes when we've priced out doing that, it ends up being very similar to some of our inspiration pictures. Yeah, it's, so, it's just amazing. I, yeah. I love that. I love that too. So some of the newer countertops that are all of a sudden becoming popular is um, the porcelain. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so this was really funny. We had a customer who was insistent on using porcelain in their home. 
So Joe and I go to one of the housing first uh, fundraising events and they have a live auction and I have trouble not raising a number (laughs) on a live auction. I just think it's fun. It's like a game that I want to win. And so I had this customer in mind and all of a sudden one of the live auction items was porcelain countertops. And I not only bid on it, but ended up winning. I think Joe was sweating just a little bit. <laughs> I'm always sweating when you're holding the bidding. <laughs> but I will say we ended up, you know, one, it was donating to a good cause. We ended up getting a great deal on them. And then they're going to be did. going into our home. But the porcelain countertops are becoming popular. Again, very similar to quartz because they're low maintenance. They're getting that look that you want. And we're doing it in not only countertops, but like full walled showers. Showers I love and that. backsplashes. Like you had mentioned the tile yeah. backsplashes that, you know, take a lot more maintenance. This takes that away. Yeah. No, people are loving, again, just the, they want a great look, but a low maintenance product. So porcelain's been really making a name for itself in our market. Yeah. So we're talking about, you know, usage and stuff. Um, Putting heat on the on the countertop itself, taking hot pans off the stove, it um, just goes against every fiber in my being. Even when they tell me I can do it, I, I cannot know. do it. I, I have to put some sort of like hot pad down. Just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. But now they even have the, these amazing technology like countertops and the ovens. Induction. It's induction tops. Yeah. Built into your countertop, so you don't see it at all. But you have to have, you know, the right pan. As soon as you set it down, it starts boiling water. And then you take it off and you can put your hand on the countertop and it doesn't burn. Those are amazing. I just don't even, I still, it's like blows my mind how they do that. It, it doesn't feel right. Doesn't Something feel about right. it doesn't feel it, right. <laughs> no, I, oh, I don't know if I could do that, but it's pretty awesome that they have that. It is. And they have all these different designs now with countertops. So... What I love is playing around with um, the design of like the island, for example. We've been doing, you know, thicker edges, which I think is a really nice elevated look depending on the style of home you're doing. We've been doing waterfall edges on these countertops and we've even been able to do like kind of like a, you know, edging design just to kind of go with whether we put like arches throughout your home, we can kind of add like a little arch detail and it's all in the details throughout every aspect of your home that really brings it together so that's something our designers do a great job of figuring out what's the right fit for your kitchen so it ties into the rest of your home and there's you know really the sky's the limit on countertop quality countertop prices sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, and even as far as Remember the company, they're from Minnesota here, that does the heated countertops? Oh my gosh, you have been trying to convince a homeowner to do those. They, I mean, it's, a, it's solving a years. problem you never knew you had, right? You didn't know you had it, but and then you, you test it out. It's and this you feel great it. technology. They have it in their showroom, and you, know, you're, you don't think of it when you're sitting at the island. You put your elbows on there, and it's just whatever it is, right? Yeah. But they turn this on, and you put your elbows on there, and the countertop's warm. It Amazing. is. It is so awesome. <laughs> it's unexpected. It's unexpected, and yeah, it's a solving it's, a problem you didn't know you had. Well, it's like our master bathrooms. We always see, you know, the heated floors in there. Yes. And when people walk into those, like in a model home, they're like, "Oh my gosh, this you don't is miss amazing!" It if you don't have it, right? But once you have it, you'd never go back. Yeah. So we've tried to get some homeowners to put that in homes numerous times, and again, you know, everything you could do a million things in your home. 
get that budget right up there but you have to start picking and choosing what's important to you so usually that's the first that thing that's cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put it in my own house and yeah, show people. That'd so. be perfect, Joe. <laughs> that's one thing that we are totally doing. And I cannot wait to take our listeners through the journey of building your home. I'm like, Same. when's the last time? So you've been in your house for how many years? Gosh, we built in 1995. You are a builder. You need well, to I've build a home since then. Well, I've remodeled it, but... <laughs> Doesn't matter. I need to build you a home. We just got to go through this. Your wife will love the design process. You'll love the build process. Actually, I'm a little nervous for our trades on your home. (laughs) (laughs) Just being really particular. Yeah, maybe. Actually, you're really particular on all of our customers' homes, which is what I love. So for those of you who are going through the build process or going to do it in the future, kind of how our process works is... We'll have you come in, meet with one of our designers for selections, and we have a lot of samples here at our style and structure offices. And those are great because it can really help you narrow down and have those samples kind of tie in with everything else you're picking in the home and just make sure, again, it doesn't all have to be matchy-matchy, but that it flows and coordinates well. And But what I actually love is seeing it on a bigger sample or a real-life Uh, example. So what we'll do is actually have pictures of the product that you're kind of narrowing down to and and see it fully installed in a home. Yeah. Looking at the small samples is almost looking like a, you know, a paint swatch. You just can't get the overall feel of it on such a small sample. Um, And what I love is actually going down and seeing the actual slab that's going to go into your house. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, especially if it's granite, because like we said, the flow from one slab of granite to the next can be different. And you can really, you know, sometimes see it. So you can pick out that one is, it might have some characteristic that you just love. And Mm -hmm. that's it. That's going in my home. And it's a lot of fun. It's a fun day. Yeah. I remember we had a homeowner who was going for a marble look. So they wanted white with gray veining. And there was about seven different samples that we were kind of picking. And, and Joe looked at them. They're like, they all look the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's white with gray veining. But some were more creamy white. Some were brighter white. Some had thin veins. Some had thicker veins. So it's like there were some differences that we're trying to figure out. How does this coordinate with your other selections in your home? And finally, when the homeowner couldn't decide, we just sent them down to our vendor And there's a big, you know, they have their front showroom, which is nice, which is actually just still samples, but larger samples than we have here. And then they brought the homeowner into the back room where they're actually cutting these big slabs and got to show them. And they were cutting the actual color that the homeowner was considering. Yes. And we saw it on a big scale and they started, they were cutting the countertop for a different homeowner and it just, it sold her. She's like, oh my gosh, this looks beautiful. And And it was great. So I think, you know, it's a progression because obviously you need those smaller samples to narrow it down, but it is fun to see it in a big slab. Yes, it is. It's fun to see them working. But to your point, if it's, um, you know, well, whether it's quartz or granite, it's really fun when our countertop company actually pulls the countertop. How many days before install do they pull the actual slab the homeowner's going to get? It's just within a few days. Because they can't hold it. So, you know, our homeowners want to pick it months before while yeah. they're going in selections. And we're like, it's not the time. They can't hold it. So it's really close to your actual install day that they pull that piece of slab. And then they'll send us a picture so the homeowners yeah. can see it. And I love and that. It's amazing. I mean, these are just 
massive, heavy pieces that they're moving around and. Um, They've got an efficient it's, it's system it's, to it's select a, and get them out and to the right job sites. I'm like, yeah, it's I don't amazing. know how they do it. Well, I hope that helps you guys understand what the process is, what your options are when it comes to countertops, and just that you have a lot of help with our designers once you're going through that process. Yeah, I mean, literally, I think we went through now all 10 different types of countertops. We talked about all the different subcategories in that too. So there's a lot there, a lot to choose from. So yeah. um, there's gonna be a lot of questions. Yeah, and we're really starting to get through our build here. I mean, the house is starting to come together. We're seeing selections go in. So we're getting close to the end. So we appreciate you tuning in. And I'm Danielle. And I'm Joe. And that's another episode of If, if Walls, Walls Could, Could Talk. Talk.